Hello, and welcome to Outback Team Building and Training Tips, a monthly audio resource for HR and business professionals. I'm your host, Luke Bailey, and each month I'll be joined by a special guest to discuss tips, tools, and methods to build better teams in the workplace. Today, I'm joined by Aiden McIntyre, an events manager here at American Outback. Thanks for joining me today, Aiden. Thank you for having me. Our topic this month is hot tips for outdoor team building. But before we get to that, though, let's start out with a quick team building tip of the month. Each month, we start out with a quick team building tip for our listeners. Aiden, what would be your number one tip for teams planning an outdoor event? My number one tip is being prepared for all weather conditions, whether it be sunny, rainy, a little bit cloudy, just being prepared and letting teams know to wear appropriate clothing for that weather as well. Um, We always encourage our teams to have fun with whatever weather that is, whether teams bringing ponchos or bringing the sunscreen. It can always be fun in any weather condition. Awesome. And with that, let's get to our main interview, hot tips for outdoor team building. Okay, Aiden, so as an events manager, you're often the one who's on-site running team building events for our customers. To start out, could you talk a bit about why customers should consider going outdoors for their team building? It's so great for our teams to get out of the office, um, have a little bit of a different environment, and work together in a different environment. It's great to have that fresh outdoor feel, no matter matter what the weather, especially in the summer, we see lots of team building outdoors outdoors allows people to get a little bit active and physical. Um, A lot of us are stuck in our offices a lot of the week and getting outside, getting the fresh air can be really great for everyone's morale. Can you give me some examples of outdoor team building activities that you would recommend? So outdoor team building, it might be great just to have a barbecue, book out a park and have some fun having some hot dogs and hamburgers and playing some games. You can get fairly flexible with what you'd like to do outside. So you can have your barbecue, you can have some fun picnic games. So that might be our corporate castaways activity where teams can do various obstacle-based challenges, team-based challenges, all in one static location. That can also be one of our races from our scavenger hunts to our amazing chase. So those events are where teams will kick off at a particular location and then visit various hotspots through the downtown or whether that just be interacting with public. That's a great opportunity for teams to get a little bit more physical, get those running shoes on and um, have some fun for a few hours. Let's talk about venues then. Where would you recommend corporate groups go for their outdoor events? Typically, I would say that would be parks, um, parks or beach type areas that we book out for more of our static type events or when we kick off an event in that area. Um, There's also private venues, though, that have great outdoor options for us to use, um, sometimes with very, you know, beautiful gardens or really nice landscapes. So we can absolutely use outdoor parts of, of hotels or conference centers. Okay, so starting with parks then, what tips do you have for team building in parks? Yeah, so absolutely getting a permit is the number one thing I would say um, for special permission for us to be able to use the space. What that does is just allows you to have a worry-free day without having anyone else in your in the site that you're particularly in. So there are various steps, whether that be calling into the city to the parks and recreation is typically a great place to start. Um, Giving them a call and they'll provide you more information, whether that be an online form or booking it over the phone. Um, Each city has a bit of a different 
process for going about it and prices vary as well. Um, I would definitely also recommend for outdoors looking for a site that has a shelter so a little bit of shade option is nice if it is a really hot day. Um, also great to have a bit of a private space. So if you want to get away from um, kids or families that may be at a nearby park or playground, then I would definitely suggest uh, looking for an option that may be a little bit more private so your team um, has access to that space without too many distractions. Also definitely I'm um, looking for a space that's close to facilities. So easy access for parking, um, also for um, the level. So wanting to make sure that's flat level ground if you are going to be doing picnic games. And then of course being close to washrooms and, and and other facilities that may make things a little bit smoother on your day. Right. And what if I do want to do a barbecue or something like that? Do I need special permission to bring food? Yeah, it definitely varies by park. Um, some Usually if you bring in your own food, that's no problem. It doesn't really require um, much else. However, if you did want to bring in a caterer, typically we do need um, insurance, like liability insurance through that park to be able to bring in your own particular caterer. And a lot of times parks have a, their own caterer that they work with. Okay, and what would you say is the top team building activity to do in a park? That would be our corporate castaways activity. Um, reason being is that all the activities can be done in that one location. Our team can manage all teams together. Um, and it is our number one um, outdoor static event, where meaning that teams stay in one location. Um, so we can set up in various areas around the park, hide things in a nearby forest. The survivor feel of it um, definitely makes sense in the park. You have the uh, tribes and and you have uh, we kick off the event with tribal flags and chanting and all of that is just perfect in that setting and um, and great and, and it's very uh, flexible for a lot of different park locations so it allows us to pick and choose the challenges that will work really well in that park that you've chosen and um, it provides a lot of diversity and chance for everyone to get outside and have some fun all right let's move on to beaches what tips do you have for planning an outdoor activity at the beach? Yeah, so typically um, beaches, another great option is you can be nice and close to the water, um, get out, um, have some fun, lots of opportunities for doing activities such as volleyball, in the sand, things like that. Um, corporate Castaways works great around a beach area as well as we can use that water a little bit um, for the challenges, which makes it a lot of fun. Um, when you do use beaches, however, you wanna make sure that it's gonna be in a safe beach area. So making sure that the um, the water is going to be safe if anyone you know wants to get in a little bit. Um, you want to make sure that all of our safety protocols are followed so people aren't swimming, for example, during the event. Um, we also want to make sure that it's an area that's not too crowded and that there's going to be a lot of people just hanging around the beach that might interfere a little bit with the activity and we may interfere a little bit with their activities. Right. So speaking of activities, what would you say is the best outdoor team building activity for the beach? The cardboard boat building challenge. They will build uh, their own cardboard boat and they'll actually race it in the water. So teams may get a little wet. <laughs> Perfect for a beach though. Okay, so the other type of activity you mentioned was something like a scavenger hunt that has teams moving around from place to place. Can you tell me a bit more about that and why it might be a good option for outdoor team building? Yeah, so for example, The Amazing Chase is a perfect activity for that. Um, it's definitely one of our most popular events in the summer. And teams are able to move around and visit very popular locations around the downtown. So in doing that, teams are visiting these locations and then completing either roadblocks or detours, just like the TV show, at that particular location. So they may have some fun getting to, getting to know some of the locals, exploring around the areas. 
And of course, burn off that energy. Our races are probably our most physical team building activity. So definitely important to have that comfortable attire on. Um, And teams will be exploring and having fun as they're doing it, interacting with other teams potentially, and our hosts that assist teams along the way. Okay, and do you have any other tips if you wanted to organize a team building event like this? Yeah, so at the beginning of an event, it's really important to provide contact information for uh, yourself and for other teams. Um, And also making sure that you have a cutoff time of the event and where you should be at that cutoff time, whether you're finished the activity or not. So that's a great option for teams that may get a little lost along the way. They can then know their ending location and time and then contact information should anyone get get lost or not have their, their meeting spot on hand. And what kinds of meeting locations would you recommend? What we typically find that works really well is ending off at a pub or a restaurant or a bar type feel. Typically, we suggest a bit of a private area so you can have some fun, grab some drinks, appetizers to start off, especially in the race type feel as teams come in at different times. Then teams can enjoy a dinner together, have some drinks, um, tell stories, and that's typically where we will wrap up the event and award our American Outback gold medals. Is there anything else that you would want to say to people who are listening and interested in doing an outdoor team building activity? I would just highly recommend um, as our weather is turning really nice and it's getting really sunny is getting people outdoors and getting that fresh air. It makes such a difference and you just see participants and teams get together and things and they can really just come to life and enjoy and not only enjoy each other's company, but enjoy the surroundings that they're in, whether that be visiting a new city or getting to know your own city a little bit more and enjoying the beautiful parks and nature that we have access to. So really just taking that extra step to find a great park in your area and and our team's more than happy to assist with our event knowledge. And then you can also have your your details as well and and it works really well together um, to provide a really fun fun activity in a great setting. And as you said earlier, people might loosen up a bit once they're out of the office. Yeah, absolutely. We see it all the time where we see high-level executives or presidents or vice presidents of companies. And and when you see them get outside and do activities like our corporate castaways or or Amazing Chase, um, just really loosening up and being able to connect on a more personal level whether um, instead of a business level. Um, And so it's just really nice to see um, these adults that are in, in very professional careers um, get a little bit silly and have fun together and connect a little bit more like kids. Awesome. Thank you so much for joining me today, Aiden. Uh, let's finish off with a question from the audience. Stacy P. from Charlotte, North Carolina asks... What do you do if you plan an outdoor team building event, but the weather that day doesn't cooperate? That's a great question. Aiden, have you ever run into this problem when you're out and about running team building events? I think the number one thing is to stay positive. Um, We don't want the negative, though, we don't want weather to turn the event into a negative experience. So that's the first thing is just stay positive as we cannot guarantee what the weather is going to be on your event day. A little rain really doesn't hurt. Um, typically, there are there are some flexible options on the outdoor events, such as bringing rain ponchos. It can be really fun and making sure that teams are dressed for the weather. So giving a heads up to the teams that it might have a little rain and so they can bring the rain coats and the rain boots for the day. All of our team building activities can be done rain or shine and they all work out and everyone has a lot of fun together and it can create a really 
great story at the end of it that's really memorable for teams as well. Right on. Well, thank you so much for joining me today, Aiden. Thank you so much for having me. If you're planning an outdoor team building activity, uh, there's a free resource that you would probably find useful. It's called Top Outdoor Team Building Activities, and you'll find the link to download it for free on AmericanOutback.net. That's it for this episode of Outback Team Building and Training Tips. Until next time, thank you for listening.